Good morning and welcome to the Magellan Show. Thanks so much for being a part of our broadcast. It is Thursday, the 20th day of August 2015. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you are a part of our broadcast today. Our live number is 646-929-0709. Six four six nine two nine zero seven zero nine. Our website www.magellanshow.com. Don't forget you can also download our podcast to listen to it when it's convenient for you, on demand, on our website magellanshow.com. Also through other websites like iqdcalls.com as well as others. We're also on iTunes, so check us out there. And if you want to listen to the playback by phone, you can do that as well. The number is area code 712-775-7039. There is an access code. It is 327-756-POUND. Our email address, if you want to connect with us that way, contact at MagellanShow.com. Well, let's go ahead and get into the news right now and check out the top stories for today. You know, we've been looking at some of the latest news and articles concerning the financial situation in the United States of America and around the world. And, you know, we're not sugarcoating the whole situation. It is serious. And one of the things that I want to bring to the attention of all that, that are listening today is what's going on in the markets and specifically what went on yesterday with Walmart. You know, Walmart is like the canary in the coal mine. Walmart has always stood and, and shown strength. Now, I'm not saying that Walmart's about to close their doors. Don't get me wrong there. But we are seeing that even Walmart is experiencing a little bit of pain from this recession. That's right, recession, this global recession, which we're currently experiencing. The willfully ignorant masses 
are experiencing this recession, but many, unfortunately, are not willing to admit that we are, in fact, in a recession. And this article from Infowars.com says, do, do we really need any more proof that the global recession is currently upon us? You know, there's propaganda spewed by the mainstream media and the bankers and, and the Wall Street execs that, that say we're not in it, but let's face it, it's a real situation that requires a lot of our attention. Now, Walmart has an annual sales of just under $500 billion. That's a half a trillion. There are only 26 countries in the world with a higher GDP than Walmart sales. So they've done quite well. They're worldwide, and, and that's important to note. But their results are tanking. And, you know, this is an example because... Walmart caters to the everyday shopper, affordable merchandise, anything you want from A to Z, just about. But many of the, of the brokerage firms, many of the analysts have said, based upon Walmart's current standing and what they're doing and and how they're performing financially with their earnings they're just not cutting it just to give you an idea they've slashed the target for Walmart's stock price and it is trading lower they were expecting a much higher and this is the time of the year when Walmart would start make, making a run to the upside. There was a target price on Walmart of $80. They've since many of, the, of these firms have pulled back that number considerably to around 73 and some think that it could be much lower than that. The fundamentals are just not there. And despite reporting revenue of $120.2 billion, or virtually unchanged from a year ago, and above the $119.7 billion expected, Walmart reported EPS of, of $1.08, which is below the expectation of $1.12. Walmart promptly blamed exchange rates as the culprit for the four-cent miss. Needless to say, when the dollar is weak, no company ever says EPS beat by X amount of dollars because of the favorable exchange rate. The first problem emerged when looking at operating income, which dropped by a negative 10%, consolidated and tumbled by a whopping negative 14.2% in the firm's international stores. What was even more problematic is while Walmart reported a 4.8% increase in net sales in the U.S., rising to $74 billion, domestic operating income also tumbled by 8.2% to 
dollars, suggesting there's a significant margin compression going on. Expect mass layoffs ne next as this company realizes that boosting minimum wages always has a profit trade-off. Then there are other, in fact, then there are other factors as well. But the worst news for Walmart shareholders and the reason why the stock took a 3% pre-market slide is because the company slashed its guidance as follows. Walmart updated full-year EPS guidance to a range of $4.40 to $4.70 from a previous range of $4.70 to $5.05. And this range includes QE3 EPS guidance of 93 cents to a dollar oh five wow it's not so much that walmart is about to crash here as much as it is that walmart has always been the the company and the stock that has shown strength no matter what. But now that is beginning to change. Because really Walmart is a reflection of the everyday economy. As Americans are having to tighten up the belt, we will see that reflected through Walmart stores. It's a good indicator as to where we are and as to where we are headed. We'll be watching that story as, uh, as things develop uh, and, uh, and hopefully, hopefully we will see some better news result. But this discussion, again, has not been to talk about Walmart specifically or to cater to those of you who might be in Walmart uh, as invested in, in, in the company, but more as a, as a means of understanding where we are in the economy. Speaking of the economy, looking at the central banking system. Doomsday clock for global market crash strikes one minute to midnight as central banks lose control. This article coming out of the Telegraph, London Telegraph. China currency devaluation signals endgame leaving equity, equity markets free to collapse under the weight of impossible expectations. It's getting serious now. Mainstream media is now talking about this. Uh, they can't keep it hidden any longer. And when the banking crisis crippled global markets seven years ago, central bankers stepped in as lenders of last resort. Time is rapidly running out. From China to Brazil, the central banks have lost control. And at the same time, the global economy is grinding to a halt. It is only a matter of time before stock markets collapse under the weight of their lofty expectations and record valuations. The, the FTSE 100 has now erased its gains for the year. That's the exchange in London. But there are signs things could get a whole 
lot worse. See, China is experiencing a slowdown. China was thought to be the great economy of the world. But now they are experiencing unprecedented challenges in their economy. And if you look at their economic growth chart, and you can find it when you go to our website, MagellanShow.com, and click on the Twitter feed, you'll see this chart, this, this graph here, uh, linked to the London Telegraph, uh, pertaining to China's yuan or renminbi, renminbi as it says, and it's uh, it's pretty telling, just the slump that they've had over the last five years. Also, uh, the commodity collapse. The China slowdown has sent shockwaves through commodity markets. The Bloomberg Global Commodity Index, which tracks the prices of 22 commodity prices fell to levels last seen at the beginning of this century. The oil price is the purest barometer of world growth as it is the fuel that drives nearly all industry and production around the globe. Oil companies have oil companies travel back to 1986 in search of a future. Brent crude, the global benchmark for oil has begun falling once again after a brief rally earlier this year. It is now hovering above multi-year lows at about $50 per barrel. Resource sector credit crisis. Billions of dollars in loans were raised in global capital markets to fund new mines and oil exploration that was only ever profitable at previous elevated prices. And with oil and metals prices having collapsed, many of these projects are now loss-making. The loans raised to back the projects are now underwater, and investors may never see any returns. The dominoes begin to fall. The great props to the world economy are now beginning to fall. China is going into reverse, and the emerging markets that consume so many of our products are crippled by currency devaluation. The famed BRICS nations, when we talked about those on this program, that being Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, to whom the West was supposed to pass on the torch of economic growth, are in varying states of disarray. In the global economy, headed for another crash, three signs you need to watch out for. Um, regulators could be responsible for the next financial crash. Global stock market jolted by China's historic renminbi, or the yuan devaluation. The central banks are, are rapidly losing control. Rapidly. And the Chinese stock market has already crashed, and disaster was only averted by the government buying billions of shares. What that means is, is and, and we, we've, we've mentioned this on this program, even before they devalued their yuan, that China is, and you can go back and listen to, to one of our programs, well, I forgot which day it was, but in the last couple of weeks, this was even before they devalued their the currency, the yuan, or, the, or sometimes they refer to it as the uh, renminbi. But I said, and I still say, China is the biggest, the Chinese government is the biggest purchaser or consumer of their own stock market. It's not individuals or institutions. They're buying into it. They're pumping up their market. 
and they're buying billions of shares. Stock markets in Greece are also in turmoil as the, as the economy grinds to halt over there. And that country flirts with total ejection from the eurozone. Earlier this year, investors flocked to the safe haven currency of the Swiss franc. But as a 1.1 trillion euro quantitative easing program devalued the euro, the Swiss bank was forced to abandon its four-year peg to the euro. Also, another sign that this is slowing down, this economy, we've looked at several of these, is the credit markets uh, rolling over. As central banks run out of silver bullets, credit markets are desperately seeking to reprice risks. The London Interbank offered rate a guide to how worried UK banks are are about lending to each other has been steadily rising during the past 12 months. Part of this process is a healthy return to normal pricing of risk after six years of extraordinary monetary stimulus. However, as the central transmission system of lending between banks begin to take the strain, it is quite possible that six years of reliance on central banks for funds has left the credit system unable to cope. And there are other signs as well. Interest rate shock, bull market uh, that has just gone on too long and is really due for a correction. So many factors here. And we've tried to look at, at, at these from a very technical perspective. But it's real. And it's serious. And, you know, you can, you can take all of the precautions necessary. You can. You, you, you can. you can buy gold. You can buy silver. You can take the necessary steps. Look, I'll be the first to say that acquiring precious metals, hey, that's always a good thing. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And when you compare it to fiat currency, well, it, it's, in my opinion, a good move. But... We also don't want to forget the importance of getting back to the basics. And that's, that's the basic necessities. Food, water, shelter, those kinds of things. And it's really something to think about. You know, we could see a crisis take place this fall. Many believe we will. But even if we don't, and time goes on, and maybe we're totally off on our timetable, although I don't know if that is the case. But let's just say that we're off, and, and uh, we don't see things fully collapse for another year. Maybe less time, maybe more, but just for the sake of discussion. I, I believe it's still wise to be in an appropriate position to be to be secure you can't go wrong food water and shelter those those are the biggies and most people are lucky if they have a two or three days supply of food and when the water gets cut off that's it then what are you going to do 
it's time to get back to basics and really begin to to do an assessment and say, okay, what do I need to do? Do I need to put a few things back? You know, sometimes it's just doing a little something, and that can go a whole long, long ways. It can go a long ways. China and Russia are putting together the largest military exercise that they've ever conducted. And it begins this week. Huge military exercise underway. Matthew chapter 24 verse 7 says, The nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes, famines, pestilences in various places, and fearful events and great signs from the heaven, from the, from heaven. State-run media in both Russia and China are reporting that the largest naval exercise between the two nations will begin this week in the Pacific. The operation called Joint Sea 2015-2 will begin Thursday and run through August 28 in the Sea of Japan of Japan and off the coast of the Russian city of Vladivostok. More than 20 naval vessels from the two na nations will conduct joint amphibious assault drills. The exercise will also include various units, various air units, including fixed-wing aircraft and helicopters. This is troubling that they would put together such a such a, a grand scale military exercise why what's the need why do they have to do this okay yeah they're part of the of the BRICS nations uh, economic alliance but considering the fact that that we have such a high level of tension with between our country and Russia especially with what's going on in Ukraine this is very disturbing. China, though they may be facing economic peril right now, boasts the largest military in the world. As a matter of fact, their military is so large that it almost equals, not quite, but almost equals our population in the entire United States. Almost. With those kinds of numbers... You definitely don't want to see one of your, well, I won't say adversaries or rivals, but um, let's just put it this way. A country that has really tense relations with your country's government, and they are conducting military exercises with the largest military power in the world. Time has come to pray and to ask God to speak to the hearts of these global leaders. And most of all, that we would continue to dwell in the secret place 
of the Most High God. I posted uh, just last night uh, a tweet, uh, a link, a YouTube video uh, from uh, Messianic Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, an urgent call to prayer, and how how true and how important it is that we that we unite in in prayer. Dangerous farce lawmakers rip Iran deal over report Tehran, the capital of Iran, can use own nuke inspectors. Their own nuke inspectors. You know, that's almost like grading your own paper. It's like, oh, don't worry, teacher, I'll grade my own uh, test. Just give me the, the teacher's manual, right? It doesn't work that way. So why should Iran have that, have that privilege? Makes no sense. But lawmakers are quite disturbed about this latest information that, uh, that we're getting. The complete story can be found from Fox News Politics. Capitol Hill opposition to the Iranian nuclear deal was stoked Wednesday by a bombshell report that Tehran will be allowed to use its own inspectors to inspect one of the country's most controversial nuclear sites. Allowing the Iranians to inspect their own nuclear sites, particularly a notorious military site, is like allowing the inmates to run the jail. Senator Lindsey Graham out of South Carolina, a Republican senator and presidential candidate, uh, said in, in a statement. Well, I do agree with uh, Senator Graham uh, regarding this issue. And the Associated Press reported Wednesday that in an unusual and secret agreement with the United Nations agency that normally carries out such work, Iran can use its own inspectors and equipment in the search for evidence for activities that it has con consistently denied, trying to develop nuclear weapons. This is absolutely absurd. And, and this is what happens when you have these kind of, of, of deals. It's the same thing with Obamacare and a lot of these other things that have been passed. On the surface, they may seem somewhat okay or appropriate. But when you begin to, to read the language, the fine print, then you begin to realize the corruption and the... The things that that really uh, are uh, quite disturbing, and uh, and, and against uh, against uh, good sense, and and it's just it just leaves you speechless. You know that that, that Iran would be allowed that, but I believe that 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 the framers of this agreement knew that. Obviously, they knew that from day one. They've just been keeping it hit, hidden. But now, on Wednesday, it was released, and now Congress is not upset, is not happy. They're upset, and understandably so, or at least some members of Congress. And the American people should be. We need to be aware of these issues, because they're real. They're very real, in fact. So lots of things, 
lots of things happening. Uh, Tropical Storm Danny expected to reach hurricane status uh, quite soon, actually. And there are some areas that uh, could be affected. Tropical Storm Danny, located far out over the Atlantic, is likely to become a hurricane. Forecasters at the National Hurricane Center, uh, NHC, say the storm is maintaining winds of 50 miles per hour, and models are showing the storm strengthening into hurricane status within the next few days. The storm's track could take it into Puerto Rico. If the storm continues to strengthen, it could strike Cuba as early as Wednesday. The models say it's too early to determine if the storm could impact the United States. If the storm reaches hurricane status, it would be the first named storm for 2015. Uh, and, you know, who can say at this point? Uh, we've still got a few days before uh, it could get really ugly. But, uh, you know, Puerto Rico, uh, I, I, we have a lot of listeners, actually, that uh, are in Puerto Rico. And, you know, it's part of the United States. It's, it's a commonwealth. And so uh, to all those of you that are listeners of the Magellan Show down in Puerto Rico, uh, you want to make any kind of preparations that you can and to to be ready just in case something, something happens. It's very important. And that's the thing. You know, when we talk about being prepared, being ready and having a game plan, uh, some people say, well, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's not going to be like you say right off the bat. And there's not going to be all of these calamities. That's true. But I say, and I would submit to, to all of you, that being, be, being prepared is never an unwise move. In fact, you can see how just something like a hurricane could uh, devastate uh, an area. Look what Katrina did. Just imagine if, if those folks had been more prepared, or any area for that matter. Definitely something to think about, my friends. Definitely something to think about. I want to remind you that if you want to check out all that's going on uh, with our website, then go to our homepage, MagellanShow.com, and browse through our site. Check out our social media, social media feed, uh, our Twitter feed, at uh, RealMagellan. And we definitely appreciate your listening to our broadcast. We're here on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss what's going on in our world and to do so in a way that is to the point. That's what we do. And we are bringing special programming like we did this past Sunday. This will be something we'll try to do on a monthly basis. We had the big picture this past Sunday night and we had a lot of folks that connected and listened in uh, to the broadcast. And, you know, we just want to, to be a voice. And as I've said, we want to expand. We have uh, many offers on the table. Uh, help us grow. Grow with us. Go to our website, MagellanShow.com. 
Don't do it later. Do it now. Donate and help us expand and to be a voice, a voice in the news sector and also in the spiritual world as well. We want to, uh, to do our part. Our playback number, once again, is 712-775-7039 with access code 327-756-POUND. And it will be made available to you at the end of this broadcast and will be available until the start of our next show, which happens to be uh, this next Tuesday. So don't miss our Tuesday program. We appreciate your joining us as always. Have a great Thursday, my friends. This is Magellan. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye-bye for now.